So this morning, let us sit here with a, with a listening ear um, so that we can, we can go through what, uh, what God has uh, in his plan for this morning for us. So I've been uh, assigned this task a couple of weeks back, and I've been kind of sitting and meditating to see what is that God wants to, to speak to the church through me. And I have, um, I had a, had a prompting in my mind that we should talk about uh, the, the, the redeeming work of Christ. I mean, that's what we are. And it is because of Christ who we are. And it's because of Christ we are here this morning. It's because he has redeemed us. We're here this morning. And I wanted to emphasize and restress on that. With the, um, what does Christ sacrifice? What is Christ's death? There's so many things that he has done for us. But <clears throat> I was uh, thinking about how, you know, as we were watching all these news and other things uh, throughout these days, um, something that has overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly stood out is the evil that is going on around the world. And, and, you know, for months, for a couple of months, we've been watching all the news about the war that is going on and how um, it is so gruesome, it is so um, sad to see that a country and cities um, that lived and flourished just like we are here today, all of a sudden, they're uprooted, they're, they're destroyed, they're broken down, they're torn apart into pieces, they're scattered, they're spread all over the world, they're sent everywhere. It's such a, such a tragic thing that is going on in the world. And, and as I was thinking about these things, uh, is when last week, much more evil, much more evil, a greater evil thing that has happened um, in, a, in, in, in very close to us. And that's, that's, not the, uh, you know, that's not the first time this is happening. Um, and I don't know if it's the last time this is happening, but we wish it's the last time this has happened. But so many such violences, so many such evil that is going on around us these days. I mean, we cannot, you know, we are, we're touched by the 19 kids who have been gunned down. But, you know, in, 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 in places where like Ukraine and where the war is going on, thousands of kids have been killed. It's not counted. So the gruesomeness, the evil that is happening is such great that is happening around in this world. And so when these things are happening, we always have this question, God, why is this? We have a fear in our heart what, what is going to happen around us. I mean, we know people dear to us have come close, very close to such uh, tragedies and such situations recently. So it's, we're, not, we're not, you know, uh, away from this. We, we are very close to what is happening. It can happen around us. And so when I was meditating on that, one of the words that came, uh, one of the things that came to my mind was uh, about what, uh, what Christ has done by giving himself. In the Bible, there are uh, at least five times it is mentioned where it says Christ gave himself for us. And he gave himself for us for various reasons, but primarily, you know, he gave, us, he gave himself for us um, for our sins, to become sin for us, to take away the curse that was upon us, and to become, and give himself as a ransom for us, and also to sanctify the church by the word, because he is the word. 
word became flesh and flesh came to the world to die for us. And through that word that is given to us, he has sanctified the church. But more than that, one word stood out in this time. And that is the words from Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Let's read the uh, verse, Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. It says, can you put that on the screen? It says, grace to you and peace from God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and our Father. <clears throat> so one of the main reasons that he gave himself to us was that he would deliver us from this present evil age. And this verse is written hundreds of years back, which means the evil age has always been there. There were various forms of evil that happened in those days, but there are various, maybe more gruesome forms of evil is happening these days. But the evil age is where we live in. And so <clears throat> today, if I titled my message, um, it's rescued, but not removed. We have been rescued, but we have not been removed. We've been rescued from an evil age but we've not been removed from the evil age. We're still in this world. We're still living in this evil age. So let us look at, you know, what the purpose of Christ in giving himself for us was that as we read through this verse, Galatians chapter 1, 3, and 4, where he says very clearly, he gave himself for us so that he would deliver us from this evil age. So until, until we die or Christ returns, to establish his kingdom, we live in this present evil age. There is no escape to that. There is, the only escape to that is through Christ. For those people who are living in this age, evil age, they are part of that. They are into it. So what is this? It's a, this evil age is a passing system that everybody is in. It's, uh, it's something that is out of sync with its creator. This evil age, the system is not in sync with its creator. It's, uh, it will not last. It's, it's bound for destruction. And as you can see around the world, as you can see, the destruction continues to keep on happening. One country destroys the other or one person destroys many other people. The destruction continues to happen. This is just heading towards a much larger destruction of the whole entire world. And there's no abiding value that the system, this evil age is keeping. We know that it is, it, is, it, is, it is void of any values. And so many millions of people are held captive to this particular system. And that's the evil age we live in. So since the fall of Adam, this whole material world has been in this curse that is on this system, on this evil age. And we were all under that curse until the time we were redeemed. Until the time we got the chance to move, be moved by the Holy Spirit. To come to the understanding of the salvation through Christ. And so this system, uh, we remain captive to the system. We remain enslaved to the system until we are redeemed out of that system. And that is where we all were. But we also need to remember that is where millions and millions of people are still out there in this system. <clears throat> 
captive to the system. You know, blended in the system. There's no way to come out. And, uh, you know, let's go to uh, John chapter, uh, 1 John chapter uh, 5, verse 19. Matthew, do you have the verse? 1 John chapter 5, verse 19. We know that we are children of God, that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So as long as you're in the system, in this evil age, you're in the control of the evil one. And uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 says, can you give me that on the screen? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 says, in which you used to live and you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air and the spirit now, who is now at work in those who are disobedient. And so we are disobedient to God when we are in this evil age, when we are part of the evil age, when we are in that system. We are controlled by the evil one. And that is what the, the characteristics of those who are in the, in the evil age is. So until we are awakened out of this, until we are awakened out of this by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, we continue to be in that. Children of God, we were all in those stages one time. We were all in the control of the evil one. We were all disobedient to the call of God. We were all uh, rebellious to God. And that is what the characteristics of the evil one does to us. But we don't have to be enslaved to that. The world doesn't have to be enslaved to that. There is a way out of that. There is a rescue out of that. And that is what the word of God says. Christ came and gave himself for us so that we could be rescued. The others out here could be rescued. The people in the world could be rescued. And if you think a little hard, you can understand all the evil that is happening that is outside. We think about the, this young boy who shot 19 children. There was so much evil in him. It could be Various other reasons, could be mental issues, could be all the other things. But underlying all these things, as children of God, we can understand that there is evil behind what has happened. And so these are, children, these are, the, these are people in this evil age who are disobedient to God, who would not give their heart to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, who would not listen to the call of God, and then they end up continuing to do uh, be enslaved in this thing and continuing to do what the evil one wants to do. The evil one comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the Bible says. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is what his purpose is. And that is what happens around us. I want you, uh, Matthews to put uh, 1 John 5.18. 1 John 5.18. Go back one verse. First John 5, 18. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps, uh, born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm him. So if we listen to the call of God and we come to the Lord and we are born of God, we're born again, 
and come to life with Christ, he keeps us from the evil one. He keeps us from the evil one. So there's so much evil outside in the world. As children of God, we should be thankful for God so that for, for what he has done for us. He has given himself for us and he has won us to his side. He has protected us. He is continuing to protect us. But children of God, we need to also understand there are many outside. There are many outside that has not come to this understanding, that has not come to this message. And that's why we as children of God, we have experiences, we have come across this, we know what God has done for us. And that is why we have a great commission on us to reach out to the lost, the community that is lost and the community and the world outside, millions of people outside who are continuing to be lost and doesn't have to be enslaved. And they, they think the world, if you, if when you stay in the system, whatever the system offers to you, you think that is, that is freedom in the system. That's, that's the, the, you know, in this evil age, what were the evil things? There are so many things that the evil uh, system provides you that you think is freedom to you. Think that these are good things for you, but they are not good things. They're not freedom for you. That's enslavement. That is bondage. But we need to get out of the bondage. If anyone here hasn't had the message of Christ yet, and if, it, if, if you haven't been born again into God, as the verse said over here, you've been born to God so that you become part of the kingdom of God. You become a child of God so that God can guard you. Now, we have, because Christ is our, our rescue. And that's what we read in, in Galatians uh, 3, 1, 3, and 4, that he is our rescue. He is the one that has given himself for us and, and delivered us. So um, Christ has delivered us from this evil age. He has rescued us. He has emancipated us from the bondage of the system. And he has freed us from the world that is doomed to come to an end and a destruction. And when we allow Christ to come into our lives, we, we, we are allowing Christ to reach out into this evil age and pluck us out from that evil age. It is like if you were inside a burning home, it's a burning house, and you are surrounded by fire, you're surrounded by death, you're surrounded by destruction, and you have nowhere to come out, but somebody comes in and pulls you out from that fire and brings you outside, and that's the rescue that Christ has given to us. That is the rescue, what his death has brought to us. So he has rescued us, and there are many outside in this world. As I said, children of God, we need to rescue. Let me now turn your attention to John chapter 17, verse 15 and 18. John chapter 17, verse 15 and 18. 15 through 18. And it says, this is a prayer before the crucifixion. Father, Jesus is praying to his father. And he says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. In the same way, uh, so sanctify them by the truth of your word. But by, by the truth, your word is truth. In the same way, let your light shine before others 
that they may uh, see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I'm sorry, that's the Matthew chapter 5. Um, I, I just want to read 17 through, uh, John chapter 17 through, uh, 17, 15 through 18. Can you put the 15 back on? John chapter 15, it says, My prayer is not that you take them out of this world, but you protect them from the evil one. And so we see here that in Galatians, he says he came to deliver us from this evil age. He, he came to open a way. He came to open an alternative for us to step outside of the evil age. But here in, in John chapter uh, uh, 17, verse 15, what he's saying is, uh, go back to that verse. He says, my prayer is not that you take them out of this world, but you protect them from the evil. He's praying to God the Father. And he's saying, Father, I'm praying that you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the redeeming work. And now they have a way to come out of the evil age. But I'm praying to you, Father, that you don't take them out of this evil world, of this evil age, but you protect them from the evil one. And here, this is the second part. We are rescued, but we're not removed. We're rescued from the evil age, but we're not removed. We're still part of the system. We're still living inside this evil age. But here he prays to Father and says, Father, keep them away from the evil one. Protect them from the evil one. And the reason for that is because since he has redeemed us, you know, we can still be pulled back into the system of the evil age by the Adamic nature that we have. If you don't get out of it completely, if you don't fellowship with God, if you don't continue to be in relationship with God, if you, even though you have understood the salvation, even though you have received all that, but if you don't continue to maintain a relationship with God, you can be lured back by the evil one, back into the sinful ways. And that is why he prays to Father, Father, I know the Holy Spirit is going to come as a comforter, as a caretaker, as somebody to help these people to live in Christ. But let them continue to do that. Let Father, let your protection be on them. Let your guarding be on them so that they would not go back into the evil system, go back into the evil age, and then the evil one will not win them back over again. And so that is why Christ is praying that, you know, to keep us in this world so that he wants the church to live as lights and examples to the world. So we've been redeemed by his blood. We've redeemed by his life. He's given himself to us to redeem us, but he's put back us in the same system until the day our, our mission is fulfilled, our, our purpose is fulfilled. The day you die, you are with Christ. Or until the day Christ comes back, that you're going to be received with him. But until that day, we remain in this evil age. But we remain here um, because we are sanctified by the truth of his word. And the truth of his word that the we have been sanctified with is the word that we need to spread to the evil age, to the people who are trapped in the evil age. We are sent back to this evil world not, you know, so that we can become an example of light and we can become an example of truth. That is, let's go to Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. Matthew 
In the same way, let your light shine before others that you may see your good, uh, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So the reason why we've been put back into the system, we've not been removed from the system, is that we shine the light of God, we'll shine the light of Christ to the people that, that we bring glory to the Father through our life in Christ. Let's read uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. So that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a rapt and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. And that is what God wants us to do. God wants us to be in this world as stars shining brightly for the Lord. So children of God, that is the reason why he gave himself uh, for us. I mean, if you, if you go back to, uh, if you also go read uh, Titus chapter 2 verse um, 11 through 14, which I want to uh, read it myself here. Um, it says, for the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present age. It doesn't say evil age, but this present evil age. Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Christ. And that is what our purpose is, that we are living here to proclaim the coming of our Lord. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify him for himself, his own special people, zealous for good work. And that is the reason he wants a special people inside, in the middle of this evil age, who has been cleansed by his blood, who has been bought by his blood, that who would deny, you know, who would, who would deny the worldly lusts and who would live soberly, who would live righteously inside this present evil age and continue to show the looking, looking over, looking towards the blessed hope of the glorious coming of Jesus Christ. That is what his purpose is, is in leaving us here in the middle of this evil age. So we are here. We're seeing all the evil that is happening around us. But children of God, we know that as we have found a way to come out of this evil age, there are many who needs to come out of this evil age. And as how, we, how, how do we do this? Because we've been put back. We have been rescued by Christ, but we've been re, not been removed from this evil age. We've been put back into this evil age to live an example of life in Christ. And that is what God is, God is seeking, us, uh, seeking from us today. So I want to, uh, you know, let, uh, the, I want the praise and worship team to be uh, back on the stage. Um, I want to conclude by, by saying this. Um, you know, there is a verse in Isaiah, book of Isaiah, chapter 60, uh, verse 18. It says, no longer violence will be heard in your land, no ruin or destruction within your borders, that you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise. Children of God, this is a verse that is given to the children of Israel. At the time of their uh, struggle, at the time the, the country is going through captivity and struggle, and, and they're going through great destruction and war, 
and they've been they've been destroyed from everywhere they've been held captive they've been taken captives and all of that but god gives them a promise and says violence shall no longer be heard in your land neither wasting nor destruction within your borders because uh, but but you shall call your wall salvation this morning i want to remind everybody god, children of god that we have the protection the walls around us that the lord has provided us is the walls of salvation and this walls of salvation is what protects us it's nothing else in this world that can protect us it's you know the evil continues to happen it can happen very close to us many things can come around us but it is the walls of salvation that is protecting us it is the walls of salvation that guards us you know god wants us to set us set us, us set, set us out here in the world as an example and children of god today i want to i want to i want to remind you that you are here because god's great uh, you know favor god's great kindness of his deliverance has come to you because god chose you god has brought you back into this in, in, you know into his fold and that is why you are here that is why you have experience but children of god we need to continue in that our our our, our responsibility of a call is to is to be inside this wall of uh, salvation be inside this wall of protection and that is what god wants us to you know wants us to do and so today my call to you just i mean i i, I I'm, i'm glad that you know they picked the, the song that they sang, sang at the last you know he has won the victory for us hallelujah because he has won the victory for us he has surrounded us with the walls of salvation he's paid a price and he gave himself to uh, you know for us and he has won the victory for us he has won the victory to take us out of the evil age but he has not removed us he has put back into the evil age he's put us inside that evil age that we still live in to become examples So this morning let's rise up in the presence of God let's thank the Lord and let's praise the God because the the gates of those walls are nothing but praise the gates of those walls are nothing but praise let's enter into his courts with thanksgiving let's enter into his gates through praise because he has surrounded us with the wall of salvation and he has given us a gate of praise to walk into that coats of god to 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 thank god to 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 live for him and this morning i i i i i i remind to remind you all the god children of god that we are not here without a purpose we're here for a purpose you're in this church by no accident you're in this place with a purpose we are called not to just be protected and just be safe in the hands of god but we are called to be used in the hands of god we are called to be examples to be light to be to be the salt of this earth we are called to show this evil age to show the millions of people living around us trapped in the system bound in the system enslaved in the system that there is a way out of that that families don't need to see their children's destroyed families don't need to see that children commit evil that families don't need to see destruction and breakage of their families that they have a way out of this evil the evil that turns their life upside down that there is a way out of this evil and we have a responsibility to live in Christ 
to be that light, to be that example before this evil age. There are many around us that when you go to school, there could be children who may be bullied and may be having a, a disastrous, you know, situation in their mind. But you can probably put an end to that. You can stop that by sharing with them the love of Christ. To taking them out, to give them an opportunity to step out so that Christ can reach out and pluck them out from the midst of this evil age. That we can live that life. And I challenge you this morning, let's all work and live towards our calling and our purpose in this evil age that we make examples that we just don't attend Sunday morning church and go back into this world and think there is nothing happening around us and we don't care about what is happening around us that we do need to care about what is happening around us and that is the only way we can rescue ourselves and we can rescue others we are rescued but we're not removed we're not removed because we are called to be an example we're called to be a light we're called to stand among this evil people and declare the love of Christ and the call of Christ. May God continue to bless you.